Hi everybody, my name is Caroline Lee and I am a junior transfer at Western Carolina University. I am majoring in social work with a minor in psychology. My group and I are very excited to have started this podcast as our advocacy project for our social work 251 class. And I have enjoyed personally getting to collaborate with each person and being able to share the same passions with each group member. But today, we will be diving into the topic of inability for upward mobility. Anti-poverty has pretty much always been an interest and passion of mine, hence my sole reasoning for finding my calling in social work. You see, families who are forced into poverty create this cycle of poverty for the children, leading them to face an adult life struggling to find ways to make ends meet, and inherently, they suffer from the inability for upper mobility, just like their parents have. And this cycle isn't really breakable. Inevitably, if you are born into a wealthy family, you automatically are safe and have the ability for upper mobility. But for children who are born into impoverished families, they really don't get the same chances as wealthy children do. Personally, I came from two young parents who really fought to make ends meet, both working long shifts at Ingalls across the street from our little apartment and alternating sleep schedules and getting my grandmother to watch me if their schedules cross paths. My mom eventually remarried and he was really, he wasn't totally financially stable, but he was in a good enough spot to where when they both ended up working decent jobs, they were able to bring themselves up to a financial standpoint where they could be comfortable. As for my father, he is 41 now and he's still struggling to find a way out of debt. If you think about it, if you start out struggling to make ends meet, how would it be possible to get to a comfortable place if you are constantly having to pay for bills, food, medical emergencies, random car trouble, etc. Even if you are smart with your finances and don't spend money on things other than your needs, to get to that comfortable spot where you could survive your car breaking down or medical bill from getting surgery after a bad fall is almost impossible to find yourself in, able to be comfortable in that. Definitely not impossible, but pretty much close to it. My father struggled finding a job that stuck, and I vividly remember going to every job and having to entertain myself until the end of his shift after school and he once was a contract builder but that didn't last very long because the economy fell and he lost millions due to that huge house he was building and it couldn't be sold and or finished then i remember him working in the meat department at ingles for years that was one of the worst experiences because it was so cold back there. But the two lives I had to live at my mother's and at my father's were a night and day difference. Basically going a week on and a week off and having to be two totally different people and experiencing two totally different financial experiences. But I forgot to add the most important part. My father was an alcoholic. His addiction was fed by his depression and would only get worse when he kept feeding his depression and that inevitably led to struggling financially. He had two daughters and had to uphold a mortgage and car bills and feeding us, which was obviously the most important part, but that was super hard for him to do. But um, 
let me remind you that America is highly funded off the purchases of alcohol, such as when coronavirus happened and the whole country had to go into a shutdown. I remember the ABC stores were oddly very open and why like ask yourself why do you think that like that was the case why do you think getting help for addiction is so expensive because corporate america fiends for money and finds sick ways to survive and sometimes people who suffer from depression or other mental illnesses they suffer from addictions because that is how they feel as if they could survive while they struggle to not drown in their financial turmoils. But America refuses to recognize that that is, they are really the true enemy, but they blame the inability of upper mobility on the quote-unquote laziness of its citizens, claiming that they just don't work hard enough. But don't get me wrong, I am very aware that sometimes people don't feel the need to work and that they should be handed everything. I have worked in the grocery business for five very long years, so trust me when I say I have seen very capable people who shouldn't have been using food stamps or EBT for basic items, but in front of me pulled out cash to buy beer, but they're using food stamps or EBT to buy their children food. Like, (laughs) that's literally what my father did and my sister's mother did. It's insane, but so I do believe in taking advantage of the screwed up system the government has created, but you can't tell me that everyone who is impoverished or suffers financially is just lazy in the scum of the earth, feeding off the benefits of the successful working man. I am very aware of the corrupt system created by the government that claims to be for the people, yet makes them believe that they're the reason they are poor. Let's just acknowledge that the rich love the power that they hold, meaning they can control people who truly need help and manipulate them. Do you truly believe that politicians care about the well-being of the people? Their main concern is which side can make America the most money with the most support. Republican or Democrat, they will claim they have our best interest at heart and that that they can help poverty. But what do they do? They waste money on campaigns and support big corporations that make them the most money, such as ABC stores. During quarantine, I have seen so many like small businesses, especially in Asheville, which is a tourist city. There's a a very creative and beautiful city full of artistic people and very creative people and there are tons of beautiful boutiques little small businesses like coffee shops that basically make up Asheville that is Asheville's heart and soul and basically its personality but during quarantine I saw so many small businesses get screwed over but I saw ABC stores still open and gyms closed And don't get me wrong, like, I agree with the shutdown. And I think that in order to save Americans from corona, we had to do that shutdown. But if we're going to be honest, it's very hypocritical to keep open things that 
help people with their mental health, like, that help people with their mental health, like, why would we shut down ABC, why wouldn't we shut down ABC stores, but shut down gyms? It doesn't make sense, because gyms are a way to help people cope with their mental health, and it keeps us healthy, but you have the ABC store stores open, and people are able to freely come and go with a mask on and purchase alcohol, and no one, America didn't see a problem with that, which is a huge red flag. We, you never, you don't hear Republican or Democrat claim that that was a bad idea or claim that they really, truly care about the well-being of the people. Because if they did, they would try extra hard and focus on poverty and homelessness and children on the street. But you don't see that happening because America is so focused on the rich and getting money. And I, that's really sad. And it makes me honestly quite disgusted in how, in the place that, the, in the place that we live, the place that we are supposed to be so proud of, leaves the, the innocent, the vulnerable to just suffer, and then they blame them, like, that if, it shouldn't be the case that they blame people who are really suffering and really need help, and tell them that they just didn't work hard enough, there are jobs that, bring my father into it for the example, my father had a really good job, but then the economy screwed that up, but he found a really good job, sort of, um, at Ingalls, and obviously they're not going to pay him enough, even though he worked so much. They're not going to pay him enough to fully support a family and keep keep the um, his mortgages up, like keep his bills being paid, because at Ingalls you get paid like, I think maybe it's probably... 725 but maybe like 11 12 I really can't remember what my father was paid but he became the manager but that still wasn't enough I remember moving houses so many times but for my mom while she was financially stable we stayed in the same house and they were able to afford all these renovations to the house new cars um fancy things like they weren't struggling but for my dad on the other hand even though he made his mistakes and purchased alcohol you have to think that if America America didn't really advocate for alcohol and the sale of alcohol then we wouldn't really have this issue to just think about it mentally America feeds mental illness and then they're going to blame the person and say that they didn't work hard enough or it's their fault. And maybe in some cases, yeah, it is a person's fault because they made wrong choices. But let's think about someone who is really like a child who has seen their parents struggle financially, doesn't know any better, isn't able to 
get into the college that they want or they're in a really bad community where it's very easy and it's like the popular thing to do to kind of just fail at school or maybe their family doesn't advocate for doing their homework or even help them or and so the child is going to not care inevitably and they're going to follow the path of their community these impoverished communities are the last thing on these politicians minds even though they claim that they care but you all of these years you have not seen them do a thing you've only seen the rich people's money go towards the campaigns and that is that it all they care is about is about power so the inability for upward mobility is basically impossible even though it is not fully impossible it is so close but no one wants to acknowledge that their perfect and precious country is the problem money is the problem it corrupts america so i truly believe it's quite comedic that america is one of the most wealthy countries Yet we constantly hear about us in debt for things that have yet to benefit this country and its people. So here's a penny for your thoughts. Ask yourself, has the ability for upward mobility of finances increased? Or has the ability for upward mobility of mental illness and addiction increased? Which one do you think your country would rather have happen and which one would bring in the most money? And there's your answer. So... Thank you for listening to our advocacy project for anti-poverty and for being open to hearing that our nation is far from curing itself of poverty. Thank you.